goes. I, I feel think, like that was legitimately I mean, pretty I good. I think that's how we open nah, the podcast from now on. It's a good yeah. So welcome. Don't don't be weird. Okay. Hello. <laughs> You've just heard my beautiful singing voice welcoming you to your favorite podcast. <laughs> It's called Cosplaying Cocktails. Uh, this is Paige. And I am Jessie as always. As always. Um, hey guys, welcome. Um, we are just having a really good time over here. We really are. I mean, it's good vibes. It's in, good vibes. In the pod loft tonight. I feel like I'm in a good place. Yeah, we're in a good place. We Cons are back. Um, mm-hmm. You know, restrictions in place, but cons are back. Yeah. We've been to our first con. Uh so we're just uh, gearing up for Dragon Con and other cons that we've been invited to. Um, we're super excited. We're excited to be inv- invited to cons. We're, and we're excited just cons in general. Like, mm, right. Like we, we, in case you haven't noticed, we switched to um, every other week um, instead of weekly because con stuff is like so intense right now. Like we're trying to like really mm-hmm. get... Get we don't want to put out filler shit. We only want to put it out. Right. I, you can cut out the essay time. Oh, cause yeah, we we, we monitor that. Yeah. Uh, also, I don't know. It'll probably come out after this episode, so we can promote it. We got interviewed on another podcast. That's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we will we'll be putting out more information on that soon. Mm-hmm. But we got interviewed by another podcast. So we're super excited about that. Yeah, like things are getting pretty real for us guys. Like, uh, real enough that we're pumped. Right. Jesse Cocktail Corner. Uh, we had a couple cocktails, actually. Well, we had a pina colada. I made pina coladas, and, they and then your husband made so us. Good. They were good. And then your husband made us pina coladas, which were also very multiple, good. Multiple pina coladas. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a geeky name for them because I didn't come up with one. But Please, hey, Jesse, do you still have that segment that isn't new anymore? I do. This is a little bit, again, these, I ask you a question. Remember, a listener, they're for you as well. It's not just a page. Uh, so something that basically is just my little way to get my manifesto into the podcast. Uh, based on the music alone. what? So basically, what's your favorite fandom music? Who or ooh, favorite ooh, fandom that's a good composer. question. I like that. I'm proud of it. <clears throat> uh, even though I had to come... I know I had a different one, but... Um, I have a couple. I would probably say our, our good buddy Howard Shore did Lord of the Rings, I'm correct? I'm really impressed that you knew his name. <laughs> uh, yes, Howard Shore. Howard Shore, uh, who did Lord of the Rings music. I think it is the most beautiful music. Anytime I hear it, like... I was telling somebody the other day, like, Lord of the Rings is one of those movies that's, like, therapeutic to me almost. Mm-hmm. Like, I watch it and I'm like, <sighs> like, I, I just, like, it's a it's a safe space for me. And it's, like, it just, it's calming and reassuring and it's just, it's good vibes. So, I and think the music has a lot to mm-hmm. do with that. Okay. And anytime I hear that music, I'm like... Yep, here I am. Like you get like goosebumps. Yeah, and regardless, like again, and it's beautiful. I like, think it's. Right. I think even if you're not a fan of Lord of the Rings, like if you like music at all, you can appreciate it. But well, I'm neither of us are serious musicians. I am. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, 
You are the furthest thing from a musician that exists on this earth. But the I'm very affected by music that conveys emotion and music that fits the emotion of I can't think of anything. You know, like film Lord scores, of the Rings like, it is so perfect for the film. It was so so like Howard Shore really did like, you know he say, is one of my favorite modern composers for nothing else than Lord of the Rings. So for me the composer, What is it? Uh I had to I've already had it up on my What's your fandom? Phone. Tell us. Uh so it's not a specific fandom, it's a specific That's not the question you asked. Well, so I would say if I had to pick it's Studio Ghibli for sure. Okay. And if I had to pick a specific movie, I would pick probably Howl's Moving Castle. But most of the Ghibli movies, if not all, are composed by a Japanese composer named, and I'm going to attempt to pronounce this, but we've had a couple cocktails and I do not speak Japanese. Let's go. It's Joe. I've got that one. Right. Hizaishi. I mean, it sounds okay. Um, but if you listen to the music in... The Studio Ghibli movies, it's so good on its own. Like, you can kind of, again, for me, and maybe this is completely different from the average person's perspective, but I, like, when I listen to the soundtracks, like, when I'm driving or, you know, not watching the films, I get such a picture Mm -hmm. of the films and, you know, maybe from watching the movies first, but he That's is... That's what I was going to say. Like, Lord of the Rings, I hear a song and I know, like, right. what we're looking at. Like, uh, So, Jesse, do you want to tell them what our episode is about today? We're going to do an interview. We're doing an interview. With cosplayer Lauren, who also makes chain mail. Yeah, and uh, I met, I found her on TikTok, and she's amazing, and we hope you guys go follow her after this episode. But, yeah. Uh, so, welcome, Lauren. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit more about you? Oh my gosh, just like broad, broadly? Yeah, I mean, whatever what? you want, whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> Hi, I'm Lauren. Um, I am active mostly on Instagram and TikTok, as Lauren does cosplay. I started cosplaying a few years ago, and I've just been having a grand old time, honestly. It's been quite the, TikTok has been quite the, like, um thing to keep me busy during quarantine and stuff like oh my is gosh that where same. you focus like a lot of your <laughs> energy oh yeah yeah <laughs> I mean like I work from home anyway so I'm home all the time and right. I think it it's just just it just became such a good way to like connect with people and I think we all I mean I don't know if you guys make like videos on TikTok but I think everyone sort of starts is just like an avid watcher, <laughs> like a little too much time. Right. And then, right. and then you just sneak into starting to make videos and it's, it snowballed quickly. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are you drinking right now? If anything, and also, I guess this is one, what's your favorite cocktail? Okay. Right now I am drinking a watermelon margarita with some fresh mm. watermelon in it. Mm. Uh, because my, my boyfriend and I love to make these in the summer when watermelon is ripe, but my favorite cocktail. Ooh, I don't know. I really like trying like anytime I'm out and about, I will always try a new cocktail that's on a menu. Cause I just think cocktails are so delicious, but uh, like for a standard one, I'm a big fan of a Moscow mule. 
Uh, I like Moscow Mule too. Um, okay, so you have done uh, some really amazing cosplays um, on TikTok and, you know, on in the past year. What has kept you cosplaying through the pandemic? Oh, man, I, I got to be honest, I definitely hit a hit a low point where I think I think I was like really good at the start of the pandemic. It was like not much of a change, but I think we all hit a point at different times. So it was just like the depression definitely seeped right. in a little. And it was like I wasn't really doing anything for a while, but man, what kept me going? I don't know. I just uh, I'm a I'm a very task oriented person. Like I, I have a hard time just like sitting and doing nothing, uh, which is why I do chain mail because it's like the most tedious <laughs> task on the planet and it just keeps my hands busy for hours. So although I hit uh, a null point for a while, I just, I just have to be doing something. So yeah. I just kept, kept having projects filter in, you know? Well, and we said uh, we started doing uh, cosplay challenges on the podcast at, for episode ideas because originally Ooh. we were going to go go to cons and talk about mm -hmm. conventions and like funny stories. And then, of course, you know, that didn't happen. Yep. <laughs> so we were like, okay, how do we make our podcast keep going? Because right. <laughs> and so we started doing these challenges and doing like, okay get in your cosplay closet and you have to make a completely new cosplay out of only stuff cosplays or, Ooh, you know, like fun, you know, different, different things. Okay. You have to do, uh, I can't remember like favorite, um, person from literature or favorite, you know, historical uh -huh. person and, uh, different things. But I, we were both bummed out at the beginning and kind of stopped work on our bigger cosplays for, uh, dragon con and stuff. We kind of yeah. halted on those and we we're like, Ugh. And then the podcast got us back into it where we had cosplay to doing that weren't, we weren't regretting doing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just like them. easy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. So it was great. Wait, side note. Are you guys going to Dragon Con this year? Oh, we yeah. are. Yep. <gasps> I am too. Are you really? I am. Yeah. It's it's going to be my first Dragon Con. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, we will buy you a drink if we meet up. Oh my <laughs> god, I'm so excited. Yeah, we'll give you a drink out of uh our cookie water. Yeah, we, oh, we always take bottles yeah. with vodka. <laughs> I'm guessing again it may be a little bit different this year, but in years past, like you know, there was one year where we went up, I guess it was the last like 2019, the last yeah. year we got to go mm -hmm. where I went up to this guy and I was like, Hey, is this a line for MC Chris? And he was like, oh, do you want some of this tequila? And I was like, Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so excited for it. Sometimes where I'm walking the atrium floor of the Marriott with our, our group of friends, um, and I'll be like, um, we've lost Jesse. Where's Jesse? Oh. We <laughs> she's getting a drink out of a Nerf gun. Um, oh my super god. Sun, super sun <laughs> from a pickle rick. So Oh my god, that's amazing. That's it's the one because like there's a convention in Denver and it's like it's fun and it's a fine con, but it's not anyone anything that anyone's like, you have to come to it. But like Dragon Con is one that everyone is always like, you have to come to Dragon Con. And I'm like, damn, okay. Like yeah, I will come I will come this year. Question number four, what is your favorite fandom? Oh, Lord of the Rings. Easy. Easy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, as much as I love Star Wars, that uh, the fandom just gets rank as hell sometimes, right. you know? Yeah. But I, I, I feel like for the most part, Lord of the Rings has a pretty 
kind fan base. And I mean, there's definitely um, some not great people. I think that's that, that can be said with any fandom. But I think you're. But I would say, in my experience, for the most part, Tolkien fans are the kindest and like the nerdiest, and just are always happy to talk about anything Lord of the Rings related. So, yeah, t- uh, Lord of the Rings, my my day one homie, if you will. So are you excited about the new show? Oh, I'm pumped. So excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys must have seen the, yes, the news yes. about it. We, saw the, we are also big Lord of the Rings fans. So yeah, oh. we saw that announcement. Pretty excited. Um, okay, so Lord of the Rings is your favorite fandom, which we, mm-hmm. we approve of. Um, what is that your favorite one to cosplay from? Hmm. It is definitely one that I cosplay from a lot. I do a lot of like middle earth ocs because me and my friend like to dress up as elves so we just like put together elf costumes and we're like it's lord of the rings (laughs) um i think the first cosplay i saw of yours on tiktok was a sexy gandalf if i'm not uh no okay well actually no you're right i I honestly literally forgot about it just now but yeah i have done (laughs) i've done sexy gandalf and sexy witch king and those might be my two favorite costumes that i do so i don't know how i they are hilarious and i forgot those exist (laughs) okay so yes i'm gonna say yes it's my favorite to cosplay from awesome uh all right question six and what was your first experience with costume making that's another two oh okay so my first convention that I, well, okay. So the first costume I ever really made that I consider my first cosplay was for, uh, uh, it was just like a little convention. I lived in Salt Lake for a while after I graduated college and there was a convention there called FearCon, which was like a horror based convention, but mm-hmm. it was literally the first convention that I have ever been to. So I didn't really know what conventions were about. I, I it Gosh, it's a, it's a whole thing. Okay, so I, <laughs> my senior year of college, I like found out what cosplay was. I didn't even know that it was a thing. Mm-hmm. And then I sort of found it through Instagram. And I was like, oh my God, there are people who dress up? Like, that's my shit. So I went to this fear convention and I dressed as Ray from uh, The Force Awakens. So it like didn't fit the theme, but whatever. It was my first costume. <laughs> right. I, I technically made it for like a Halloween costume, but it was the first thing that I had really like made. I was, yeah, I like made it and I was trying to get it to look as accurate right. to the the movie as I could. So that was like my first venture into that whole world. So, and that was in 2016. So I still feel so new to cosplay because like the fact that I didn't even know what cosplay was until 2016 is a little bit embarrassing because there are people who have been doing this for like 15 years. <laughs> and I'm like, I just started. Right, but yeah, that was somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the first, uh, that was the first costume I really made. And So do you have a favorite part of cosplay? Like what sticks out to you that you're like, this is what I love about it. I, I love when the costume is done. <laughs> and like, <laughs> like, I mean, I, there are definitely components of making that I like, and I always like having something to do. So there are definitely little bits that I enjoy doing during the making, but is it not the most satisfying thing ever when you've like made this awesome thing and then you get to show it off and people are like, that looks so good. And you're like, I'm so proud of it. Yeah. Do you have a least favorite part of cosplaying? I always get the negative ones. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I, I hate 
Uh, well, okay. First of all, I'm not very good at sewing. So I mostly do, most of the work I do is like foam pieces. And I really don't like, like pattern drafting for oh. like, if I can't find a pattern that's close, I'll, I'll sort of just like, you know, you do the, the saran wrap and the duct tape and whatever. And I feel like I can just never get it right. And it drives me crazy. And then you waste the foam and you waste all your time. And oh, that frust- frustrates me to no end, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I really don't like doing anything with a pattern. Yeah, it's just... Oh, I can ugh. avoid it. It's unavoidable, but... It is. <laughs> I will gripe the whole time. <laughs> yeah, like, I've been working on this... Um, I've been working on it for so long now, but I've been doing this, like, fully armored Sailor Moon costume, and, like, there's obviously no patterns for everything, so... And it's, like, every piece of her body is encased in armor, and I'm trying to get it to look as accurate to, it's just like a drawing, um, just like a fan art someone made, right. but I've been trying to get it as accurate as possible. And it's just like every piece of that damn costume is fighting me to <laughs> no end. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about uh, your chain mail and all that, like how you got into it? And because it's oh, amazing. Yeah. <gasps> Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I just, I got into it because... Well, obviously I'm a nerd and I love (laughs) like medieval fantasy is I think one of my, one of the things that I like the most and like the aesthetic that I like the most. Mm -hmm. And um, me and my friend like to do a lot of OCs, like I said, and we had just been looking at a lot of pictures with like beautiful scale mail and all of these like chain mail pieces. And when you look that stuff up, it is incredibly expensive, which is like completely understandable. Like if I was ever to sell it, it would be incredibly expensive. But the materials are very inexpensive. So I was like, well, I'll just learn how to do it because I don't have $1,000 to drop on something, you know. But I mean, it's the reason that everything is so expensive is because it's incredibly time intensive. So you're paying mostly for someone's time. Right. Um, But I was like, well, I got all the time in the world. (laughs) So I'll just figure it out. And um, yeah, like something that might be, $700 to $1,000 on Etsy is like $15 in materials and just like a lot of your own time. So I, yeah, I just was sort of like looking up inspiration. And I mean, I learned from, I I learned from scratch. I don't think that's a saying, but yeah, I just like, (laughs) I just like completely learned from the internet on the basics and how to construct things. And I would just like look at inspo pictures and try to recreate things that I saw. And that's, yeah, I just like, like I said, I like very tedious projects. So it's really been a perfect, like it's like the perfect thing to do when I'm just, when we're just like sitting, watching TV, watching a movie at night and I'm right. constructing a beautiful thing that I'll have forever. So it's well, a win-win. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite cosplay build? I think my Geralt, I'm really proud of how that one turned out, especially since it's sort of my first armor build. I did, I did it during, well, I did it right before quarantine actually, cause I was going to wear, wear it to um, Emerald City Comic-Con. And so I've never actually gotten to wear it for anything. <laughs> and I was so proud of it and I think it turned out really well. And so, yeah, so I'm gonna wear it to Dragon Con and it'll be the first, I, I've worn it for pictures, but that will be like the first in-person debut for it almost a year later. <laughs> uh, so uh, next question, do you as a cosplayer feel like you 
um, have struggled with, or maybe not that's too strong a word, but um, comparing yourself to other cosplayers or feeling like there's competition within the community? And if so, how do you deal with that? Oh, yeah. I think, I mean, I maybe I'm projecting, but I feel like sort of every cosplayer struggles with that. I think because especially as someone who's new and I follow all these people who are just like incredibly talented and have been doing it for years and they have really honed in their craft of costume making so to be so new and like I really haven't made that many things so I just like see stuff and I'm like oh I wish I could just like I just wish I had the the skill and all of the previous experience to be able to make something like that and like whenever I'm making something and still very often it's like the first time I'm working with something and so in your head you're like I know how I want it to look as many videos as you watch and as many tutorials and like anything that you're watching to try to get all of those skills, like inevitably your first project isn't going to be the best thing that you make. So yeah, I think that's, I think that's something that a lot of cosplayers struggle with or like if you're working on a costume and like someone who's, I don't want to say like better than you, but like someone who's more experienced makes the same costume. And then you're like, Oh, well, why, why would I even bother like posting mine if someone else has already done it 10 times better, you know? But I think it's just important to, I just try to ground myself anytime I start thinking those thoughts and be like, give yourself some slack. You've only been doing this for a few years. This is literally your first time working with Warbler or whatever it is. And like, so, sometimes it's more important to me to just get it done. And even if it doesn't look great, you know that you're going to gain skills and learn something every time you make something. And then it's like, okay, I can come back to this at a later time and remake it. If I, you know, if you really want to, you can just remake it and see how much you've improved from the first time, just from that one time of learning all of those new skill sets. Right. And I'll tell you, like, just from talking, we both had a lot of anxiety with the podcast because um, interviews weren't like what we were planning in the beginning like we were just mm. gonna go and have fun and talk about it yeah like <laughs> the end and then you know we had to get creative and inner cosplayer interviews was a thing that came into uh i don't know want to talk to us when we first started going yeah like, why would they want to talk to us and luckily we already had some cosplay friends that like gave us more friends and then it just yeah. snowballed from there but um but after are still working on a lot of our uh you know techniques and stuff too and just try you know like that's you're always trying to do better like and get better Mm -hmm. at your skills and stuff we were like oh they're gonna come on and they're gonna look at us and be like who are these baby costumes like why would we want to talk to them like we had all these you know normal anxiety like we have anxieties now because we've talked to all of these people and they're like oh we struggle with the exact same things Mm -hmm. we have the exact same words and we're talking like cosplayers so many followers yeah. on like mm-hmm. yeah, social media or like 15 20 years of 20, yeah, most, yeah. Most, wow. a lot more experience or like you know um awards under their belts like yeah cosplay, contest awards and stuff like just amazing cosplayers that are like we feel the exact same way like and it's just been really good for us i think yeah so assuring i mean like that's how i feel what because i've been on like a few podcasts i'm like oh 
am. Like, why would anyone yeah. want to talk to me? <laughs> I because I still awesome to talk to people like you know that is every like part of the journey. You know, like yeah. mm-hmm. and they've never had a bad one. Like we always learn cool stuff. Uh-huh. It's, like I'm always worried because I'm so socially awkward, but it's always like cool people. Yeah really good experiences so oh that's we're good glad, that's we're good glad you're here yeah, I think I'm, I'm glad to be here <laughs> I really appreciate you guys inviting me on it's so nice so it's like I really do feel like like I've made so few things and people like ask me about like specific cosplay questions I'm like I don't know I'm still uh, learning <laughs> I'm still figuring it out that I've talked to that has made their own chain mail yeah so, I mean, I well it's a pretty rare skill yeah in the cosplay community yeah Oh, well, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess, well, I mean, it's sort of, (laughs) it probably already, it was a dead trade, and then people just kind of picked it back up, picked it back up, but yeah, I mean, it's just something that I love the look of, and I love something that has longevity, so it's just like, I get, it takes a lot of time, but then you just have something that, like, I can give my, well, I don't plan on having children, but theoretically, you know, I could give my children like a chainmail shirt that i made like that's the coolest thing you're, ever you know you're basically bilbo mm-hmm. that's what i'm saying <laughs> i know my lifelong like when i think of myself as a lifelong chainmailer the project that i want to do is making a mithril shirt like making the tiniest ring shirt that i could possibly make and it, it, it'll probably take me my whole life but how badass is that you know there was actually a really funny comment on you be buried in it yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, really funny comment on the Con group we were telling you about uh-huh. people are constantly like asking about the guidance even though like in that group they posted it 14 yeah that it's times. been posted and like so it's just really mm. repetitive and kind of annoying yeah posted um so our class our class asks aloud and the first comment what was it it like, said no it has to be forged from it had to be <laughs> under the moon <laughs> We were like, yeah. And the, the person who originally posted the comment was probably like, wait, does, does it? Yeah, like, does wait, it actually? <laughs> They're probably like way more confused than they started. Listen, I think it's great. Um, okay. How would your life be different if you had never like heard about cosplay or gotten into it? Oh, I think I'd be so bored. I don't know what I'd be doing. Because <laughs> it's such a big part of my life now that, like, I don't even, I don't know. I think I would just be, like, perpetually bored and seeking some sort of craft and validation. <laughs> so, question, did, you're, yeah. you're a really big fan of, like, Ren Fairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big time. So did you do that before you cosplayed or was that something you discovered through cosplay? Uh, No. Well, I'm from Wyoming and there is no Renaissance Fair there. So oh. I had I had like never even heard of that before. And then I moved to Colorado. Uh, I've lived here for about four years now. And the first year that I moved here, we went to the Ren Fair. So I did two years of the Ren Fair, and then obviously last year it was canceled. And then this year I've been hitting it hard. <laughs> I've been going yeah, like yeah, we every got, weekend. I'll um, send Jesse your TikToks and be like, look how much fun this Ren Fair looks. And she's like, <laughs> your Ren Fair looks better than ours. It's really <laughs> such a good one. I hate to be, okay, because I've been sort of like, get, since we go so much this year, I've been sort of like getting to know the performers and like all the people that work there. 
And my first question is, how does our Ren Faire stack up to... Because, you know, they all, like, travel. They do the full circuit. I... And because, like, I feel biased towards my own Ren Faire. Because I think... I, I genuinely think it's a very good one. And everyone is, like, for real, this is one of the best ones in the country. And people... I mean, people... I think they're being... I mean, I hope they're being honest. But they've said, like, a TRF, the Texas Ren Faire... That's been pretty conclusively like the best one. And then I've there's like some other ones in the East Coast that people say are really good, but then they're like, but Colorado is a really, really good one. I'm like, ooh. I can probably guess the answer to this based on your <laughs> answers to previous questions. But do you okay. have any future cosplays or a cosplay in progress that you're extra excited about? Ooh. Um, I'm I'm currently working, I'm just about done with a uh, Bowsette cosplay, which is a little bit out of left field for me. That's not like a fandom that I have cosplayed from before, but anytime I see a woman in a Bowsette cosplay, I'm like, oh my God, she is so hot. I don't know what it is about Bowsette cosplays that I just think <laughs> they always look so good. And I'm like, I can be hot Bowsette, so I'm doing it. Like, <laughs> fuck it. I'm making it happen. Yeah, so I'm working on that, and I'm ex I'm like just about done with all the pieces for it. So I'm excited about that one. Um, I'm also randomly working on a Princess Fiona cosplay from Shrek, ah. which is also a little bit out of left field for me. I don't know. I'm I just sort of, you know, when you just randomly get hit with the inspiration, and you're like, I'm going, I'm going to the fabric store. I don't care. Yeah. Yep. This is weird. It doesn't fit in with my schedule, but I have to make it happen like immediately. It. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So um, I'm working on those are the two that I'm working on right now. So who or what inspires you? Oh my gosh. Just like in general. I mean, it can be in general or you can narrow it down to cosplay, whatever you're comfortable with. Who or what inspires me? Well, we like to get deep when we start drinking. Oh my gosh. Yeah, for real. I know I'm on my second second watermelon marg and these questions are hitting deep now. <laughs> I think well, I think it is in I guess if we're talking cosplay, I would say specifically like people that come to mind, Alice and Tabitha. Do you guys follow her? Yes. Uh, oh she's the one that my. did the cosplay that I was showing oh, you the whoa, video whoa. of. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. She yeah. is literally so talented i can't every time she posts a new costume i'm just like ah ow i just bought one of her <laughs> templates for foam uh prosthetics that she did for Ooh. one of her books and i didn't know that she did that that she like made templates. i didn't know she did that either and so That's i bought that amazing. and used it and it worked great and <gasps> um, yeah i love her she's amazing she's just oh She's just so beautiful and talented. And then I also, all, like, I've learned all of my armor making from uh, Kamui cosplay. She's like a, I think she's a German-based cosplayer. And she's incredibly talented. And... I watched, that's one I do know because uh, my class did. Oh, yes, yep. Uh, help me say my lungs when I about <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's, she's amazing and supposed to blow dry it first which i didn't do round whoa, whoa, whoa. it went bad Wait, what do you blow dry or heat heat gun or blow dry oh oh yeah 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 mm -hmm. it's because it like seals it all up yeah 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 yep just yeah, yeah. Didn't do that i know whenever perfect. people are like how do you do all of your foam work i'm like just go watch kamui's because i 
I would just be recreating them in a worse way. So just like, just go support her, buy her books. She's incredible. So um, another one who I follow on TikTok, her name is Mythical Rose. Oh my gosh. Do you know her? Yes. I'm obsessed. She does like the best male cosplays ever. She's like the hottest man I've ever seen. (laughs) Uh, Obsessed with everything that she does. Uh, uh, Sheena Risu. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. She's a Italian cosplayer. She does incredible stuff. Yeah, it's just like, oh, oh, also silhouette cosplay. Yeah. Uh, she's incredible. Oh, I'm just inspired by people who have really like honed in their craft and make incredible things. And they, I try, I tr- I'm bad at it, but I try to stop myself from saying they're talented because I have heard them say they don't like to be referred to as talented because they're just like, we've just been doing this for a long time. Like it's not talent. It's just a lot of hard work. So I just, yeah, it's just like, I just admire their craftsmanship and their work to no end, all of them. And there's, and and there's so many more, but those are the ones that came to mind. Uh, Do you have a favorite convention? Uh, no, I haven't been to that many. <laughs> I've really only been. I was going to say, get back to us after. Um, yeah, I'm like, I have no doubt that's going to be my favorite. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so do you prefer cosplaying solo or going with a group of friends cosplaying together? Uh, I haven't really done group. <laughs> I think Ren Fairs count. Okay. Oh, then, yeah. I mean, I love going like. I don't think I've ever done, I've definitely never gone to anything like by myself, but I usually go like my friend Sherston, who I do everything with. We usually do like a couple costumes sort of thing. Like right. we did uh witch, sexy witch King and sexy mouth of Sauron. And we've done just like, we like to do sort of like a duo cosplay Jesse and every I time. Yeah. Thing too. Like yeah. we don't like doing solos, but like we also are like, what can we do that we can be matching? Well, especially yeah. now that we've gone through a lot of like the ones that we really, really, really like, wanted yeah. to do. So now I'm just mm-hmm. like, what am I gonna do? So if you have one, like it was your idea to do Padme first, and I was like, Yeah, I like she's got a pretty mm-hmm. good wardrobe, like I'll do yeah we just kind of feed off of right. each other. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it just I think it's more fun because like um we're going Sherson and I are going to Dragon Con and I was like, well, I really I've been really wanting to do this Bowsette, but like if that doesn't like inspire you, you know, anything in in Nintendo, that's okay. Like we can just do separate stuff. And she was like, no. <laughs> so she's doing <laughs> Rosalina and I'm doing Bowsette. And then the next day we're doing um Geralt and Siri. So we, we yeah, we always like to uh, yeah, I think it's fun to have a little buddy to have your costume with. My little buddy. My little buddy. <laughs> Uh, what has been your most challenging cosplay to date oh the sailor moon (laughs) Ooh, without a doubt that one has sort of it's sort of like made me think i was bad at everything (laughs) like yeah (laughs) sort of of messed me up (laughs) low key because uh, like I, I've been, like I said, I'm taking a break from it. And the first thing, the first costume that I've made since working on Sailor Moon has been Bowsette. And I absolutely, I, I mean, I don't want to like 
brag on myself too hard, but I feel like I sort of crushed it and I did it like really fast. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't, I sort of forgot that I can like actually do this. Because right, <laughs> Sailor Moon just has been so challenging in in literally every way, in in every piece. And it was just like, well, I maybe I just like suck at this, you know? And then it wasn't until I've tried something just a little, I, I think Sailor Moon, I, I would place it at like an expert level and I'm doing it as a beginner to intermediate <laughs> level. So I think just sort of- That's how you get to be an expert, man. <laughs> well, I think just like sort of taking a step back and doing something a little bit more simple and just sort of like doing it quickly and, and it was fun the whole time. And it was just like, oh, I forgot that I like can actually do it, but I can. And it's so fun. <laughs> um, okay. If funds and time were not a factor, what is that dream cosplay that you're like, that's what I would do. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have two that come to mind. The, the more obscure one is okay. You guys are Lord of the Rings fans. Mm-hmm. You know the elves that come to Helm's Deep in Two Towers? Yes. They've got the coolest armor in the whole franchise. Like Haldir's like, like group? Yes. Haldir! Yes. Yeah, I want to be Hel just like, not even Haldir. I just want to be like uh, an elf in Haldir's posse because they have awesome. like if you look up a just like a still of them like that outfit it is the coolest armor ever and I've been wanting to make it forever so that's that's on my like soon list I also really want to make Thorin his whole his whole outfit and it's sort of a, it, that's that one's definitely going to be an ordeal but oh. Yeah. But and we've it's also doing, we've talked about doing Philly and Killy before. We've talked about <gasps> doing different like different versions and yeah, so right. probably a dwarf in our future. Yeah, there's a dwarf. We've done hobbits. We've yes. done we've done multiple hobbits. Um, I'm in progress of an Arwen. Uh, Fun. Probably when you do Arwen, I'll probably end up doing Galadriel. Yeah. <gasps> oh. There's yeah. There's there's oh. always Lord of the Rings something happening behind the scenes. Oh yeah, same. I'm. It's like I've always got a costume, and then I'm working on like something Lord of the Ringsy. Uh, so yeah, me and my friend want to do whenever I get around to doing Thorin, we want to do Thorin and Thranduil. But I also want to do Thranduil, so like I'll probably do. I, I sort of want to do armored Thranduil because his armor is also amazing. It is really cool. Um, okay, but then my other one that I was thinking of is. Any Anastasia cosplay. I want to do Anastasia, the um, Once Upon a December dress, so bad. I, I can't even express how much I've always wanted to do an Anastasia cosplay. And somehow I haven't done any of them, which is really weird. Because it's like my dream outfit. But that's that's that one's really high on the list. Um, so I have to tell you, uh, just because you don't know this about us, but uh, Jesse's first tattoo and our matching tattoo, we have second breakfast in elvish on our <gasps> love that for you both <laughs> i was like i know she's going technically, to technically it's in english but spelled in yeah. oh yeah. yeah oh i just i i'm <laughs> i just filmed an unboxing today that i need to post i haven't posted it yet but do you guys know who don marshall is on tiktok oh my he's God, the you've been sending me his stuff 
that's our bro. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. I did. I did. TikTok. So I just sent her. I just sent Oh, I love him. I was on, I did like a live stream with him, but he sent me his, his Yeet Isildur shirt in, oh in Elvish. God. So I literally just was like unboxing that today. I, I that's, love I that. I feel like he does such a good job of being really knowledgeable, but not in a pretentious way. Cause that's oh, the yeah. thing I would say about the Tolkien fandom is sometimes I think they can be a little pretentious. Pretentious. Oh, like, oh you haven't read the Silmarillion 75 times? No, oh, my it was real God. hard to read the first time. Oh my God. Okay. Wait, can we curse on here? I know I already have, but I should ask. Yeah. Okay. Literally get fucked if you're one of those people <laughs> that like oh i ooh, i could rage about it i can tell my second marg is is really hitting because i'm about to start raging about pretentious tolkien fans because they're so annoying oh, but i won't i won't rage about it but i'll think about it <laughs> no i i there's definitely we just actually played a game that we found on um I can't, I can't even remember where we found it, but it was called Antidepressants or Tolkien. And <laughs> I, I had done it, but I quizzed Jesse on an episode of the podcast. And uh-huh. it, like some of them, we were like, this isn't even a character that like, we didn't even know that character had a name. Like, what? Oh, that's so annoying. And we're like, like, and we're pretty big Lord of the Rings fans. Like, how, yeah. how are we supposed to know this? Like, I know. Once, once people start, like even insinuating that you're not a Lord of the Rings fan because you don't know every detail of the Silmarillion. Like, for real, go fuck yourself. It's, here's my hot take. I don't even think the Silmarillion, I I sort of hate the Silmarillion if I'm being perfectly honest. Pretty boring. Because Um, I'm not saying that the... It's chewy. chewy. It is. Not very interesting to get to some... Yeah, like, hear me out. The... The stories are there. They're like deep. They're deep in the depths of it. Like the stories are good. <laughs> like we know Tolkien is a good storyteller, right. but it's so absolutely. But we also dog- know how deep he goes with everything. Yeah, it's so dogpiled and just like uh, Philion, son of Kilion, uh, <laughs> hereforth set by, and also in Cinder and Philion, and yeah. it's just like. It's just like, it just reads like a textbook and it just yeah. sucks ass. And I'm not saying that I wouldn't like the stories if they were just like presented better, but he, he just didn't write them in a very compelling way. So right. like, yeah. whatever. We I'm excited agree. for the show. Cause I know it's going to like pull from a lot of Silmarillion content and I'm pumped for it because I know they'll tell it in a way that is palatable. <sighs> Do you have a favorite con or Ren Fair or cosplay in general story? Oh. Ooh. Oh no, I don't think so. You don't know how badly I wish I did, but I <laughs> I've been, I've only been to a back with you mid-September. Yeah, please do because I've really only like I said, I've only been to a few cons and I never drink at them because like at Denver there, there is alcohol allowed, but there's always such a long line that I'm water, like, ugh. Water bottles, my friend. I know. And l- like I said, that I've only been to a few cons and like Denver would be the one that I would probably drink at, but I always have to like drive home. So I right. never, but Dragon Con, I'm, I couldn't get a room at the hotels, but mm-hmm. I'm in an, in an Airbnb that's like literally right across the street. Like awesome. couldn't be well, any closer that, if I tried. I know the guy who owns it. You know the guy that owns that Airbnb? I did a trade with him. Oh yeah? 
Oh my god. Well, <laughs> so like, yeah, I'm definitely after, like, two or three drinks with me. I've been doing like I am like Rumpelstiltskin. I'm doing like barter with people. <laughs> I came home and I had like official member of the five hundred first. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> and, my like, god! Of, like I, like somehow I joined the five hundred first Louisiana alligator. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it's oh, my really god. special. You guys are making me so excited. I was ta- I was talking to someone that I'm just like friendly with on social media and they they were like trying to sell their Dragon Con ticket. And I was like, whoa, whoa, hey, what do you want? Why are you doing that? Like, this is the first year I'm going. I'm so excited. And they were like, I just don't think it's going to be the same this year. And I was like, but well, it's it's not going to be if you make it all true. weird. <laughs> like, any, any con you go to, in our opinion, some pretty like lame cons before yeah, quote unquote mm, yes but it, yeah like, but you, it's like what you make it it's what like. you make it like we always yeah. have a blast like i like dragon con even if it is different which it will be i it's still like we're still equally especially after a year with no dragon con when i was so sure that yeah they were not gonna cancel any circumstances and when they canceled like i don't like yeah dragon con I, is my favorite weekend of the year right like, yeah it just is like if you know and maybe that's lame maybe that's because i don't have i don't life. think so I, yeah, I think it's gonna yeah. be the best it's, weekend of my year <laughs> yeah, it's so overwhelmingly positive there and you get to meet all these cool people that you know like you know like the first time we met sheila was at dragon con mm-hmm. And now, like, I'm going to start crying. <laughs> no! <laughs> so cool. like, yeah. And like and like we said, we've got, like, a lot of friends that go anyway that we have gotten to know better through the pandemic over yeah. the podcast. We have everything, like, science and, you know, literature and weird Japanese nighttime things. <laughs> you know, like, it's yeah. just, like, everything and everybody tries to be understanding and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's, it's good vibes. I love it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, and I feel like I'm almost, I almost feel lucky that I don't have a, a previous Dragon exactly. Con to compare yeah, it to because cool. even if it's the worst Dragon Con ever, it's still probably the best one I'll ever go to. So right. I'm just like, I'm so excited for it. And like, I'm down for a good time and I'm going in with a positive mindset. I don't care if it's different. I'm just like, I'm going to have a good time anywhere that I go, you know? Yeah, so. So what is something that you would like to tell yourself? Um, like, I, I know you still think you're a cosplay beginner, but I'm thinking like when you first discovered Before what you it ever was. Started, yeah. yeah. What, what's something that you wish you would have known then that you know now? Ooh. Okay. Hang on. Let me think. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if this is directly related, but like when I was in college, I never for a long time, I like didn't have a major. I was just sort of like floating in limbo. And I was like, well, I want a degree, but I don't know what I want to do in my life. But I like always joked that I, if I could, I would just like be a professional nerd. And I wish I could sort of tell myself that I kind of can be like, I didn't know that this whole world existed and that like, I can sort of just be a nerd full time. And that's a (laughs) <laughs> and that's like I mean I'm I don't get paid for shit like I I'm like I'm not like part of the creator fund or anything so like I don't get any money right, from, right. <laughs> from anything I pay a lot of money to be a cosplayer but I don't get paid but exactly. I still feel I, like it, like I don't need to make money from it for to feel like I'm like fulfilled in it you know right, I just exactly. I, I like I'm, just knowing like I'm thinking of my of my like 20 year old self and not knowing that 
this whole world existed. And then to be now and just like having met so many people from all over the world. And it's just, I don't know. I, I just think it's so cool. And have, like, if you're not making money, you're not successful or like, mm -hmm. if everyone doesn't know your name here, it's not successful. I, I think people have an, um, sort of a preconceived notion that if you have a lot of followers on TikTok, you're like rich. <laughs> right. And uh, that uh, I maybe that's true for some people. I couldn't find that further from the truth because I don't want to think of TikTok as like a job because I think it would immediately lose. I don't know. It just seems like it would be so much that's pressure. I used to be a lot more concerned about like how often I was posting, and then I was like, whatever. Like, okay. yeah. podcast. Not that we don't care about it, but like, you know, we've. Oh, like our number one thing when we started the podcast is we both said if it ever is not fun if it ever mm -hmm. hurts our, you know we've been friends for 23 years, years. <gasps> over oh, well awesome. over half our lives now oh, like, you guys. like, it, like <laughs> if not nothing in the world is worth i'm gonna start crying <laughs> no, it's okay <laughs> i'm on my third <laughs> mark We're like, all right. honestly it's a little bit mushy but nothing in the world is worth jeopardizing our friendship for. Right. no of course so, guest ever like you know Too right much. like if it starts becoming like where we have to be hustling so that we can mm -hmm. make you know like a hundred a week or something it's not yeah worth it. it's, it's not worth it that, yeah it's, a week. your friendship yeah worth me than a thousand dollars a week i was gonna say i'm a hustling baby oh, oh my gosh <laughs> you guys are so cute <laughs> you went sentimental and i went gangster <laughs> <laughs> is that gangster early 2000s hip-hop from a cornfield uh -huh. maybe <laughs> maybe not maybe real gangsters would have it. <laughs> maybe. i know like all of my like truly all of my best friends i have like one college best friend but truly all of my the, the people i consider myself closest to and my best friends are all people that i have met from the internet and like, yeah, like you can just, you can just sort of be nerdy all the time and make the best friends in the world and have so much fun. And like you said, whether it's monetizable or not, like who right. cares? You can just be a nerd all the time. It's yep. great. Amen. Hey. All right. Tell everyone where they can find you and your amazing work on social media. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just Lauren does cosplay everywhere because I'm Lauren and I does cosplay, you know? That's exactly right. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for being on with us. We really appreciate it and we love getting to know you. And yeah, this was a blast. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I had so fun. So, so much fun. fun. Thank you for it at Fun. Yes. Because the rum buckets are real watered down these days. Everybody are they? Says. Everybody's well, we'll bring days. we'll bring our own supplemental we'll buy rum. You a drink for sure. We'll buy you a drink. Yeah. We'll <laughs> our cookie water with you. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, we're excited. So, uh, thank you so much for being on with us. Of course. Thank you for inviting me on. I had so much fun, and I'm really just thankful that you guys trusted me to come on here, even though I'm still a wee babe. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening in today. We hope you enjoyed uh, listening to us chat with Lauren and learning about her. She is so cool. We loved her so much. It was a fun interview. It was so much fun. Like, like I said, they're all le like legitimately, they've right. all been fun for me. We cannot wait to hang out with her and her friend at Dragon Con and anybody else. We just can't. 
get over how many friends this podcast has brought us and we just love it so much so uh yeah we are super excited and we hope that you check her out um but if you want to just hang out with us on social media you can do that too we're over on facebook and instagram at cosplay and cocktails pod uh, we're also over on twitter at cosplay pod or you can visit jesse where she hangs out and that's the email Oh uh, yeah, I hang out in the email, and that's where you can send weird fish pics. Right, right. Um, uh, interesting plants and mushrooms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes, questions for I Ask You a Question, answers for I Ask You a Question. If you have a favorite modern composer, I really, really like to hear about them because most of the composers I like are very dead. If you have a con that you want us to go to or something you want us to cover at a con you know we're going to, let us know. Uh We're open. We're Yeah, uh, cosplays that you've done that you want us to feature. Uh, If anything, if you're, you know, a new listener and you're listening to our cosplay challenges and you've done one that fits the bill... We'd love to feature it on our social media. So. If you have future cosplay challenges for us, we might not get to them during con season, but we might eventually. Yeah, so and please who send knows, them your way. Who knows what con season's gonna look like right. this year? You know, we con don't know. season maybe just Dragon Con, or we may do eighteen cons. Yeah, we don't know. Uh, so send us any ideas you have for mm-hmm. future episodes. Questions. Uh, I always wonder if we said something and you're like, "What the heck are they talking about?" Please let us know because we don't. That's want the whole to. episode. What's the whole episode? What the heck are they talking about? Well, if you think that, you know, there's other podcasts available. This is free. <laughs> but if you like, you know, when I called Riker number two instead of number one and because somebody I hate Riker, wrote a strongly worded email. <laughs> he didn't. He just told you. <laughs> um, so, like, if you find something as factually, you know, anything that you want to correct us on, please do. Um, email us because we want to be factually accurate and also not shitty in general. Correct. Um, Yeah, email us at our email, which is cosplayingcocktailspod at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Okay, are we done? Yes! Uh Uh-oh. Okay, bye! Bye! Are you getting your lightsaber out right now? Let me have the other one. Are we gonna have a lightsaber duel right now? Ooh. Oh my god. <laughs> if you can hear Paige and I having a lightsaber duel.